0: it's the nothing but bs podcast and now Here's Brian and Scott. you
1: feel like you're stuck in the mud? Guess what? It ain't the mud. It ain't the mud, people. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we have two amazing guests. They're two of my dear, dear, dear friends and mentors. Um, I'm actually glad that they were able to set aside this time to get on the call with us. Um, Miles and Heidi Staller. So Miles, yourself, right? You're serial entrepreneur, extremely successful, just turned 30. Happy, happy belated birthday, my friend. Thanks, sir. I, yeah, man. It's amazing. I mean, how many you made what, two million dollars before before you were hit twenty eight, twenty nine, right? Yeah. Um, I mean in in entrepreneurship. Then you have Miss Heidi Stallard. I mean a goddess look at her you know miles i don't know what she's doing with you but good I have no idea. hey you, you killed it my friend you killed it but heidi <laughs> you, right now listen i mean you're a great entrepreneur as well but when you're talking about fitness right because the re- I, the reason i wanted to have you guys on you guys both come from are extremely successful in two different walks of life right one when it comes to physicality one when it comes to business which when you're talking about everyday individuals you know the most people; those are the two biggest goals, right? To improve yeah. their life with in phys- physical ways, and then to improve their life with their finances, right? And so, you two—I mean, Heidi—you're you're a fitness competitor. You've since you've been doing this, you've never not been in the top five in all of your competitions. I mean, that's incredible. So when we're talking about comfort zones, I mean, I couldn't think of anybody that could speak to this better than you two, right? Especially at such a young age. I mean, it's, it's, it's an inspiration, at least to me, right? But, um, so I- We don't want to discount,
0: we don't want to discount Miles' physicality either. I mean, if you've seen no. the man's abs, right? Like, Come on. <laughs> Washboard. In case, in case no, yeah, people yeah. haven't figured it out yet, I have a man crush on Miles. This has been the case for now a year and a half, 18 months. Um, but you know it's what it's what happens i don't know i did
2: love at first sight
0: <laughs> it was i yeah, think it, it was it was for me so <laughs> actually it was it was miles making fun of me because i was sick as a dog and laying in my rack at a camp we went to together that that really won me over <laughs> <laughs>
3: man I, man you were sick
0: you dude. Were i really- was
3: sick <laughs>
1: It
0: was not a joke.
1: <laughs> but all of this too, while you guys have a two-year-old daughter, right? Yes. So not only are you guys able to be almost perfect in everything, let's be real here, goodness gracious, is having being parents at the same time. It's yeah. it's incredibly motivating. So, what, so I'm going to start it off here with a question for you guys, um, and this can come from both of you. Um, when it comes to what do you think the biggest thing that people are missing out on when it comes to comfort zones? Like as far as do they think, not think big enough, do they, are they, are they getting there in their their own way? I mean, what what do you guys think the biggest thing is Heidi for you when it comes to physical and then miles, when it comes to you for financial success or entrepreneurship?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, you want me to go? I'll go yeah, ahead. Sure. So, so I, I, I love this topic, by the way, getting out of your comfort zone and, and the ability to get out of your comfort zone, because I really do believe that the only thing that holds anybody back in life is simply their comfort zone. I don't think it's ever a lack of skill. I think, you know, if you if you lack skill, you can always make up for what you lack in skill with numbers. I mean, you can always make up for, um, you know, what you lack in knowledge by reading books. You know, there's, there's so many things that you can do. Um, to make up for the things that most people use as excuses for why they're not successful. Um, But the reality is the only reason why anybody does not make their goals and dreams. a reality is simply because they're not willing to get out of their comfort zone to do the things that they know is necessary to do. Um, Because the reality is, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't have to know what to do. You don't have to know where to start. You know, all you gotta do is be willing to get out of your comfort zone to figure out, okay, my first step is figuring out where to start. Right. A yeah. lot of people use that as the excuse of, Oh, well, I don't know where to start. No, no, no. You're just, you're just not willing to get out of your comfort zone to figure out where to start. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. that's, that's what I would say.
0: Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. And and on that subject really quickly, I mean, I, I know a little bit about your story, Miles, but um, the thing that you've, one of the things that you've done um, here lately uh, in the last several years is made a tremendous amount of money, but also helped a lot of other people make tremendous amounts of money um, as, you know, spearheading the marketing arm of a company, basically helping them to create massive global distribution Um but you had to begin somewhere, right? I mean, there was a time when it was just you and the phone and that was it. Right. Um, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to hear a story of, of, of what did you do? Because you had, you had a lot of success really, really quickly. I mean, it happened in a very short period of time. I'd love to hear what you did. And then was, was that outside your comfort zone and how did you overcome that if you did, if you had to?
3: Yeah, no, I love that. And what I will say to that is, from the outside looking in, it seemed like I had fast success. But the reality is, with the line of business that I'm I'm building, where you know I have multiple companies now. I uh, I'm an investor, venture capitalist, angel investor. So I invest in startups, establishments, real estate. Uh, I also have a nonprofit as well. Um, and I think I don't know if you guys said that or not. But um, what I would say though is, a lot of people look at success that I've had in the last five years um, as quick success, fast success. But the reality is the line of business that I've been in for the last five years, um, I've really been working up towards what I've been doing really all through high school and all through college, because I'm a network marketer. That's where my, that's my bread and butter. That's where majority of my income uh, comes from. But as a network marketer, the number one skills you have to learn in that industry is promoting events, uh, networking, talking to people, and really just getting out of your comfort zone to do those type of things. And through college, I I was a bartender and a club promoter. So I was, I was a promoter for several years, you know what I mean? So yeah, it looked like whenever I came into network marketing, you know, I made my first million in 18 months. So a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? You know, when you're brand new to network marketing, the really, the reality is I've been doing network marketing my entire life, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, that's. I kind of forgot what your question was, but and we have our naked daughter here next to us so
0: it's yeah. <laughs> a good thing it's a podcast right okay. well, but we are live on Facebook so <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Um, but uh, no that, that that's what I would say though you know my my success and, and um, you know yeah, it was really uncomfortable though like at the very beginning to uh, to to do these things but the the the, the truth is, I've always been, I guess, a little bit competitive, um, and I've always been a dreamer, and I've always known what was possible, um, and I've always been willing to get out of my comfort zone. The thing is to a lot of people, especially doing a podcast like this, five years ago before you know, I joined the network marketing industry, I never would have thought that I would do podcasts. I never thought I would be doing public speaking. You know, when I was in college, my sophomore year, I changed my major from marketing to medical rehabilitation. The reason why I changed my major was because I had to do a one minute.
0: Oh, we lost. We lost Miles.
1: Lost. Him. Looks like there. Looks he'll like he'll be. He'll uh, be
0: back. He may have died. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah, he got him to do his talk, and then he just keeled over and died. Um, <laughs> and just to, and that just that was to get everybody to
1: deploy. That, yeah. <laughs> that he, he he was so scared of in actually doing this Facebook live right now that he.
0: <laughs> so I want to take a quick second to say welcome to Sean, welcome to Alice, welcome to Eileen. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate you. If you're watching this on Facebook, would love to see a comment of where you're watching from. I want to see what our reach is here. Um, just to get everybody caught up to speed on the podcast, this is episode six of the Nothing But BS podcast. And today we have two very, very special guests uh, that are here with us. We just lost them due to technical difficulties, but I'm sure they will be back. Um, with the subject of discussion today is we're talking about success. Uh, and we have two shining examples of success, one uh, in finances and financial success and the other in uh, health and fitness and wellness success. Um, two very, very shining examples. And we're lucky to have them here. Uh, Mr. Miles and Mrs. Heidi Stallard, um, just exceptional examples of, uh, of how to achieve in, in all areas of your life. Um, super lucky to have them. Guys, welcome back to the show. We, sorry we lost you there for a second.
1: <laughs> sorry about that, guys. No, I'm right. sorry, you're good. But where you <laughs> left off, you were talking about how you were in in college. You changed your major because you had to do a one minute, one minute,
3: one minute speech in front of eight people. All I had to do is say who I was, where I was from, and what my major was, and uh, <laughs> and I was terrified of public speaking absolutely terrified want nothing to do with this i literally went into the counselor's office literally left the class went into the counselor's office said i need to find a new new major where i don't have to do a speech class and i ended up going into one of the hardest majors which is medical rehab like to do physical therapy and which is the worst thing for me because i'm not analytical at all i don't like science math numbers not for me at all but (laughs) i would rather do that than have to do a speech class and um but then whenever I joined this industry, you know, speaking to people, getting in front of people, that was, that was something that I didn't really have an option but to do. Um, and I did it, you know, cause I, I, have always understood my, my dad's always taught me, you know, to, to roll the dice, you know, to take risk, to, to do those things. Cause if you don't take the risk, that's, that's the greatest risk. You know, I'm sure a lot of people have heard that, you know, the greatest risk in life is the one that you never, you never take. And, um, you know, I've always understood the the power of getting out of your comfort zone. So, yeah,
0: it's interesting that you that you brought up the public speaking piece because um, I know you know I've seen you speak. Uh, I've been in a room with thousands of people when you're up on stage uh, throwing your thing down, and you do it very well. Uh, and and I know that there's there's a tendency for people that are maybe seeing you speak for the first time, and they're looking up there and they're going, "Wow, this guy's a natural." Um, you know, I could never do that. I could never be like that because look how good he is on stage. Look how well he speaks. Look at his look at his posture. Look at all that and i think people lose uh, they see the finished product but they don't see the process that you went through to become that finished product right they don't they don't see the, the the kid that changed his college major because he couldn't give a 1 minute speech in front of eight people they don't see that they just see the larger than life miles stallard on stage and they don't they don't get a chance to see the process so i think it's really nice that you talk about that and let people know look you're going to you're going to suck before you're bad. You're going to be bad before you're okay. Okay before you're good. Good before you're great and great before you're significant. And everybody's going to go through that process.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, and I appreciate that. And that and it's so true. You know, you are going to be bad before you're good. And uh, But you got to be willing to accept it. You know, you got to be willing to accept that. And you got to be willing to embrace that and uh, and have fun with it. You know i think that's where a lot of people miss out on on getting out of your comfort zone too is they just they they they're 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 so focused on themselves rather than focused on you know just the process of of uh, what it can be and, and what it can do you know so uh no i'm with you on that
0: yeah
1: and then mrs mrs stallard mrs heidi stallard beautiful today looking beautiful but what would you what would you say to that for the physical side right cuz obviously with your success in i mean it base you basically went from having a child to then getting a bug to compete in fitness and then i mean what what was it? how old was stacy cuz i was there at your first competition right so you yeah. we were yeah so, Saucy was like what, 18 months, not even?
2: Yeah, she, I actually, I had finished up nursing when she was around 15 minutes old. And my first week of starting to prep for a competition was actually when we were stopping nursing. So, she was 15, 16 months old, very young. Um, and yeah, I just, I, it was like that point in my life where I was like, okay. You know, I'm ready to get better. And, you know, what I, th- I think I love the most about fitness and and business is they very much overlap. And so fitness to me is just a reminder of a lot of the things that you learn in business or vice versa, however you want to see it. You know, your comfort zone, we always say like the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Well, in fitness, it's very much the same. And you don't grow if you're not enduring some kind of like physical pain right if you're not pushing yourself to the max you know if you're not being consistent if you're not being disciplined if you're you know and you in order to go from you know just a a healthy lifestyle to a competition lifestyle is is very much an extreme and I think when you look at a lot of these people that have these fitness careers people look at them and they often they're like whoa I could never do that you know, and what people fail to realize sometimes too, is like that comfort zone is constantly in flex, right? You're constantly in periods of where you're all out massive pushes. And then you are also in periods of recovery. And I think business and, and kind of having that stamina and endurance is very much the same thing. And I think that's where, um, you know, a lot of people realize you know, for your comfort zone, first of all, you have to, you have to get uncomfortable to grow. Like, that's just bottom line, you know, requirement number one. But the second thing, too, is that you're going to be in flex with that comfort zone. So you're not going to be uncomfortable forever. You know, you're going to constantly teeter back and forth between periods of comfort and discomfort. Because obviously, when you've made yourself uncomfortable for so long, then you earn kind of that, benefit of being comfortable for a little bit. And then you can enjoy that a little bit longer and then push forward for that next phase, whether that's in business or fitness. Um, but that's, that's how you're going to actually continue to grow year after year after year after year, whether it's fitness or business is having that. And I think when, when if people have that expectation about the comfort zone too, it's like, then they would realize that getting uncomfortable is just a short season yeah. And it's way mm-hmm. more endurable when you know that it's temporary. You know, it's yeah. like short term pain, long term gain. 100% applies to all areas of life where you're looking to grow, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Well, and you know, it's, it, it, go ahead, Scott.
1: So and I was just gonna say when it comes to the fitness thing, right? Because it's it's very relatable to like when people see Miles speaking on stage, right? They're like, Oh my gosh, she's phenomenal. Holy cow, I can never be like that. It's the same thing with you, right? When people see how, how in shape you are and like how great you look and they're like, Oh my gosh, I could never do what she did. She because she has all this time, people making excuses for themselves yeah. let's, let's and they say things, like, Oh, she must just um, have good
0: genes. Like no, she right. has good work ethic and good genes, but yeah.
1: right. And what I'm saying all that is because I was there the final week of your competition, right? When you were prepping for that last week, and I was staying at your guys's house, and I, I'm hope I'm glad I didn't get in the way too much, but I could see like you could see your for people that don't know, Heidi and Miles are way too humble to and way too just uh, grounded to admit this, but they. Everything is not as it appears on the surface, right? You guys, you guys go through the same thing everybody does, right? Wow. You were you were like going through highs, and then you're like, "Man, I can't do this. This is," ah you were freaking out, and I remember that. But it was just like the way you were able to compose yourself as, and push as through. As Scott
0: own- sitting on the couch with a with a beer and a donut. Go, Heidi. You got this, right? <laughs> Heidi, you can do it. <laughs>
2: No, actually, he's right. It was. It was these crazy highs and lows. And I remember this one moment when you're at our house, Scott. It's like people oftentimes forget to like that, right, right before you have that moment of breakthrough, you always have something that pops up that you're like, can I even do this? And I remember I was working out in our home gym and I was like, I'm not going to work out with shoes because you know, you're more grounded whenever you can do your squats. It was my last leg day. And I went to go pull a plate off of our weight rack to put on the squat rack. And I dropped a 45 pound weight on my foot mm. and i thought i broke my foot and two days before competition foot. right
1: <laughs> Two days before competition, right? Yeah,
2: it it was, I think it was a few more than that because it was my, I think it was my last leg day, but I just remember I was like, man, this is like a, a true test. And I remember trying to pose the next day and heels hurt like heck, you know, I remember it was, it was like that mental warfare of like, do I give up now? Do I keep going? Like, is this worth it? Oh, is the universe testing me? Maybe this is a sign. No, it's not a sign. Like there's definitely those highs and lows. And so- You know, I think more than anything is understanding, too, is like the universe is going to test you to see how comfortable you really are. And so I also want to say thank you for tending to me because I was definitely free.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'm interested to know you guys. uh, We've we brought this up a couple of times, but I, I mean, in the in the in the broad scheme of things, you guys have had. Uh, tremendous, tremendous levels of success uh, in all areas of your life. I mean, you have a successful marriage. You have a successful family. um, You're both very physically fit. Uh, Heidi, you've been an incredible competitor, fitness competitor. Miles, you've had tremendous financial success. The two of you working together have had tremendous financial success um, and and done – so many other things too, not just in one area. I mean, you've really spread it around. Right. But part of the part of that journey along the way was helping a lot of other people as well. Um, And with that, I can only imagine, uh, because I've lived some of it to some degree myself is a, is a, a feeling of responsibility, right? Like you, these folks are depending on you. They're counting on you. You're, you're there to coach them, guide them, you know, train them, all these things. Um, did you ever, did you ever along the way, maybe even towards the beginning it, miles, did you ever have a feeling of, man, I, I don't, I don't know if I can really do this. I don't know if I can do this on this scale. Like, did you ever feel a little overwhelmed? Cause things happen pretty fast for you.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, all the time. Every day, you know what I mean. I mean, it's it's not a, it's a every day. You know, you're it, it can get overwhelming. You know, when you have a, a huge team of uh you know thousands of people that rely on on you, and, and by leading by example and having to lead by example, and you never want to let people down, and you know, and the thing is too, you can't want something more for somebody than they want it for themselves. You know, yeah. and. And uh, in the line of business that, you know, I'm in when it comes to network marketing, I feel like that's often the case where I'm, I'm fighting for people more than they, they want it for themselves. Um, and, yeah, you know, of course, it gets uh, it, it could be it could be stressful. Um, it could be a little bit overwhelming. Um, but I will say that it, it is something, too, that I, you know, I would never, ever give up on. Um, it's, it's, I, I take so much pride in it. I'm so proud of it. It's, uh, something I'm crazy passionate about. Uh, we all heard the, you know, the saying Zig Ziglar talks about, you know, if you help enough people get what they want, you know, you can have everything that you want. And, um, you know, and I live by that, you know, and and I think that if, if you always live by that, if everybody lived by that, obviously the world would be a better place, but the whole world would be successful too, you know, cause yeah. that's what success is, is it's helping people, you know? So, um,
0: uh, but yeah. So we're talking about comfort zones um, and we're talking about how that comfort zone can either be a hindrance to your success, right? If you allow it to be, or it can be like, like Heidi said, the, the springboard that allows you to achieve more. You recognize what it is. You say, Hey, if I get outside this circle of comfort here, I'm going to grow and that will allow me to expand. And and then the universe will make room for me in a, in a bigger place. Um, and I believe that in my heart. I, I'm wondering though, from you guys, from your perspective, why, why do you think it is that people just, they stay stuck, right? Why do you think it is that people are unwilling to get out of their comfort zone? What is that human nature thing? They're comfortable.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with they're comfortable. They're, one of the things I think when we got started our, our journey of entrepreneurship, the thing that really set the light bulb for me was like, you know, I had to get more uncomfortable with things staying the same than I was Mm. of change. Yeah. You know, it was like, I had to be more fearful that things were never going to change. than I was afraid of the actual change. Yeah. And When I heard that, that was like, I had to really look at where I was at because I was comfortable. So I wasn't making a move, but then I had to think about if this circumstance, okay. Can you grab her a snack? If I'd really think about like, in this circumstance if things were to stay exactly the same as they are today in the next 5 to 10 years would i still be comfortable and the answer was you know unsurprisingly i would not be comfortable <laughs> like you know so i think i think that's the biggest thing is people fail to see that what they're doing will not benefit them in five years. And then I think the other thing is belief. I don't think people have the belief that it could be them. I don't think they have the belief that things could change. I don't think they have the belief. And so for those people, I think the biggest thing is raising your level of belief. Well, how do you do that? Right. You get around people with bigger belief than you. First of all, you get around a community that's going to believe bigger for you with you because of you, you know, You get around people and then you you put yourself in a in, in on a personal development plan you know I, they say motivation is like a shower you have to do it every day well so is belief
1: <laughs> yeah
2: belief is like a shower you have to do it every day and and we are constantly fighting those mental demons those limiting beliefs we're constantly fighting all of those different things every single day and media and friends and even our environment perpetuate those thoughts so it's up to us to interrupt the cycle and to start doing something just slightly as different as doing 15 to 20 minutes a day of that belief you know and saying you know, I'm going to change. These things are different, you know, and listening to things, you know, trash in, trash out, right. If you're listening to garbage, you're going to have garbage life, but if you're putting good things in, I think it's going to raise your belief a lot. And I think that has a lot to do with people staying in their comfort zone is not believing that it could be different.
0: You know, I
3: want to back what she said too, because you, you got to pick your, your comfort. You got to pick your uncomfortable, right? Because that's where a lot of people get it wrong. You know, look, talk about going to the gym you know what's what's worse what's more uncomfortable right going to the gym waking up early to go to the gym or being out of shape and coming down with some kind of health issue right what's more uncomfortable you know being broke or getting out of your comfort zone to be wealthy you know what's more uncomfortable you know not knowing lack of knowledge or reading a book you know it's people people choose the wrong uncomfortable to lean towards and that's. I think that's the uh, a huge reason why people are not willing to get out of the comfort zone. It's because they they're they're choosing the wrong the wrong option. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, w- I want to piggyback on something you just said, Miles, because I, I heard this earlier this week and I was like, man, this is a sign that, that we're doing the right topic this week. Um, I was listening because I, I I have to find it, but I, I do my daily like you said, it's it's like a shower, Heidi. You have to do it daily. I do my personal or uh, my personal development daily every morning. Yeah and just to get me, get me on the right track. Right. And I heard it and it's, and it, I can't get it out of my head is so many people mistake comfort for safety.
2: Mm. Good. That is so good.
1: And, and like, and so when miles and you're talking about people need to choose their level of uh, choose what, what uncomfortable they want. So many people don't choose the, going to the, the gym because, one, it's uncomfortable, but because they're comfortable where they're at, not having to put the work in and they think they're safe doing that, right? When long-term, I mean, so for me, it, it's, it's one of those, I heard that the other, the other day and I was like, man, that's so great. And I want to get your guys' take on my two reasons that I feel like people don't get out of their comfort zones. And I'm a little bit more crass with this than you guys are. And you guys are elegant and, you know, very tactful <laughs> with it. And you guys know me too. So is ego. Me, my biggest thing is I think people let get in their own way with their ego. The one they're afraid to fail They're or they, they, they give too much a crap about what people think. Yeah. Right. Because they don't want to look bad, whether the it's fear of judgment. Yeah. Fear of judgment. Their ego is in their way. Um, and then my second one is, I mean, this goes along with it is the, is there, this, this goes with ego, but the being afraid to fail Right. And understanding that failure isn't necessarily failure unless you quit. It's just a learning experience. Right. And that's, that's all part of growing like you guys are talking about what, so I want to hear your guys' take on that too, before you guys go, I know we're a little bit over when, you know, what we said you guys would have on, but what, what are your guys' take on that?
3: Uh, man. Uh, I mean, I, I, agree 100%. You know, I think ego, I think there's a good ego and a bad ego. Um, I think, you know, the good ego is caring you know, like caring, like, I, you know, I've always, for the longest time I've always said, you know, you can't, don't. And I also think this is a cliche statement and all, not always true statement that we always, we're all raised to, to believe is, you know, don't care about what people think of you. Um, Now there's two sides to that. You know what I mean? Because the good ego is, well, of course you need to care what people think of you, because if, if you're a jerk, like that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like people, you, you don't want people to think you're a jerk. You don't want people to think that you're rude. You don't want people to think that you're selfish. You know what I mean? Because if that's the case and the chances are, you probably are rude. You probably are a jerk. You probably are selfish. You know what I mean? So now there's the other ego too, where you are selfish, where you are a jerk and you are rude. Right? So it's to me, no, I I agree 100%. You know, people are scared of failure. People are scared to, um, to, to be judged. And yeah, I mean, I really don't have anything to add to that other than I I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, there's, there's not much more to add to that. I don't think.
2: No, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. I think what you said a second ago to Scott, I'm going to, so you touched on the second bullet point. I'll touch on the second of, I believe exactly everything you just said about ego, but then I think you said something a second ago is people often mistake safety for 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 uh, comfort for safety.
1: Yeah,
2: And I think if we're talking fitness and I mean, everything about fitness applies to business and every, basically every area of life. I think that's why I love it so much is it just reaffirms everything that we already know, or it gives us a new perspective and just kind of solidifies it. You know, we're always learning in layers, but I think when you're talking about, you know, comfort and safety, you know, a lot of times people, right? It's like they have all these different vices, especially for food, you know, they are seeking. Safety and and certain eating patterns and certain foods. They're seeking security. They're seeking that warm and fuzzy feeling. They're, it's a whole like relationship. It's like I don't even think you know. We you might hear people talk about like relationships with food. It's more like affairs with food. Like you know, it's like the, I'm right
0: here. Why do you guys always talk about me like I'm not sitting right here?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. But I think you know it, when you're talking about it like that, like people do they they tend to seek out these things that make them feel warm and fuzzy for the temporary um and in the long run you know it does it causes like those health problems you were saying you know and i think oh, well i could get on a whole soapbox about that but we won't
0: and, <laughs> well um, you you brought so up yeah you, brought think, up, you, you, know, yeah, you guys just, brought up you guys brought up a really significant point and that is that and it's, it's, it ties in with all of this, but it's, it's the whole pick your hard thing, right? People go, well, I can't go to the gym every day, getting up an hour earlier to go to the gym. I mean, that's hard. Well, being sick and unhealthy is also hard. So just pick your hard, right? People say, well, I can't, I can't, you know, talk to people about a business or speak in front of people or do it. I mean, that that's hard. Well, being unsuccessful and struggling with money your entire life is also hard. So just pick your hard, you know. I mean, because that's what life is. It's one. It's one gigantic challenge broken up of a gazillion mini challenges, and you're just rolling from challenge to challenge to challenge. There's no getting away from it. There's no coasting. That's what I think that, and that goes along with that, you know, comfort versus safety thing. I think people feel like, oh, well, if I'm I'm just kind of coasting because it's safe and it's comfy, but no, you're not coasting because as humans, there is no status quo. There's no point of equilibrium. There's no homeostasis. You're either getting better or you're getting worse, you know? Yep. And so there is no coasting. And, and that's why I say, you know, pick your heart because like you said, Heidi, and you nailed it. If somebody, for example, has some poor health habits, eating habits, exercise habits, that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. It might feel nice and comfy right now, but the consequences of that down the road are going to be extraordinarily uncomfortable.
2: Absolutely. Is that
1: why Absolutely. they call it comfort food? Uh,
2: that's, <laughs> that's why that's what they, they call me. it <laughs> meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had
1: to add my che- one cheesy joke in there every episode. No, no,
2: because you know, and, and I actually I'll, I'll add in a little snippet real quick too. Is like in order for things to get better, you have to get better. But in order for things to stay the same, you have to get better. Mm -hmm. you know so in other words like in order for things to get better you have to get out of your comfort zone but in order for things to stay the same you still have to get out of your comfort zone
1: yeah or else they would get worse right
2: yeah and otherwise it's just going to get worse so if you're You're not pushing yourself you're gonna go backwards period
3: you're either going forward or you're going backwards yeah. everything that you do every decision you make every thought that you have every single second of every single day you're either moving closer to goals or further away from goals Amen.
2: So, <laughs> a good old Texas in us coming out
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Can I get an amen?
2: <laughs>
0: preach, preach, Miles. No, but you're right. I mean, it's it's the truth, uh, and that, and that's the part that I think people lose sight of. One one of the things that's most impressive about you guys, and I, I know we're using up more of your time than we said we would. So if you got to go, just tell us. But um, oh, you're good. One of the things that I, I feel like is so impressive about you guys is how well-rounded your success has been and continues to be. I mean, you know, I know people, for example, that are very, very financially successful, right? They make a lot of money, but their personal life is a complete and total disaster right. They're, they're, you know, personal relationships are toast. Their kids don't talk to them. They're like, you know, their life is just a, a big, giant, hot mess. And then I know people that have very, very successful personal relationships, family relationships, those kinds of things, but they can never seem to, to make it financially. They just struggle, struggle, struggle. Mm-hmm. I know people that are, you know, making a tremendous amount of money and their, their health has just gone completely to pot. They're just sick. They're overweight. They, you know, they've got all kinds of health challenges or conversely, I know one guy, for example, who's phenomenal shape and dude looks like he's carved out of clay but the rest of his life is just like a total disaster right you guys seem to have put the whole thing together and i'm wondering how did you do that and what's the secret everybody wants to know what's the secret right
3: i've got two answers to that and then and then i'll let you go number one is we put god first
2: in everything that we do
3: um you know, our faith is – our whole life is driven by our faith. Everything that we do is faith-driven. Um, so I think that's number one. And number two, we've always had incredible, incredible examples and mentorship from both of our parents. So, you know, my my family is uh, very successful – very happy family. Uh, My whole life, just so you guys know, my whole life, my number one dream wasn't to be like wildly successful. My number one goal in life was to have that perfect, like white picket fence life. You know, the the perfect wife, the perfect family, you know, financially good. I didn't care about being like crazy. Like I'm way like ridiculously more successful now than I ever even cared about being like I never cared about being the successful in the reality is the reason why I did not was because I really never really saw a way to be as successful as we are, you know, today. Like I didn't know it was even really a thing or even possible really. And it wasn't that I lacked belief. I just, I just didn't see a vehicle to get me there. Right. But I had an example by my, by my family, by my parents, um, you know, they've been married for shoot going on almost 40 years. And, um, Man, I mean, my parents are best friends. Our whole family is best friends. Her family is the exact same way. In fact, just last night we were with, uh, you know, two of her her sisters and their husbands and, you know, having a good time. So it's just an absolute – it's just the example that we have in front of us too. So – and we work at it. You know, we work at it every day. You know, it's not like we're perfect behind closed doors. Like we still have our, you know, our ups and downs, our arguments and stuff. Um, But – we also know that, you know, we don't, we don't dwell on that stuff either. You know, a lot of people, they, they get in, I see in marriages, a lot of people get in arguments and they dwell on one argument for a year, yeah. you know, and their whole relationship falls apart because of one argument. And, you know, for us, like we, if we get into an argument, it's literally like a five minute thing. And next thing you know, we're, you know, we're out doing something and we're with the family and, and and we squash it. You know, we don't dwell on the small things, you know, you can either, major and minor things, or you can major in major things. And, you know, we choose not to major in the minor, the minor stuff that like, I I see a lot of people do.
0: Yeah. That's strong.
1: Do you think it's because people lack perspective?
3: Yeah. 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 I think it's because people lack perspective.
1: Cause I, I know for me, I mean, you, I mean, Miles and Heidi, you guys have known me since the very beginning of my entrepreneurship journey and everything like that. Um, <clears throat> One thing for me, obviously, with my background, if you guys don't know me and are listening in on Spotify, so I'm a, I'm a Navy Special Operations Explosive Ordnance Disposal Technician, um, for me, so what my job is, is basically disarming bombs, blowing stuff up, jumping out of planes, diving underwater, doing all these things, Yeah. but perspective is everything for me, and I think the reason I've, I've had the success that I've had is because when it comes to my career field, most things are life and death. Right. If you mess up, it's, we have a saying in EOD is it's, it's initial success or total failure. <laughs> right. And if it, it's super morbid, but it puts things into perspective to, and, and I, cause I'm saying all this to hit on what you're hitting on is it's, it's not majoring in the minor things. If it's not life or death, don't, why worry about it long-term? It's, it's a blip on the radar when it comes to the grand scheme of things. So why not be get uncomfortable why why not just go for it because at the end of the day five years from now who's gonna remember that nobody right yeah you probably won't um and then same thing with and it comes to the relationships too and, and business fitness anything and, and this is my belief right um is just perspective so many people lack the perspective when it comes to comfort zones so they they give themselves all the reasons why not or if they they hinder on they, they, they attach to tiny things because of lack of perspective to couch everything. And I mean, th- that's my takeaway from what you were just saying, yeah. Miles, everything. Well,
0: it's It's the ability to, it's the ability to project yourself a year or five years or 10 years down the road. I mean, it's the short term sacrifice for long-term gain and it's a perspective to recognize that that is in fact the game. And I think most people don't have that, right? They don't, you know, they don't have the ability to say, Hey, w- this habit that I lean on that's comfortable, but what is it, what is it gaining me or, or what is it, preventing me from attaining long term, right? Um, you know, or this uh this this decision or this fight or this argument that I have with my spouse, you know, hanging on to this or or latching onto this or stowing it up like a bullet in my in my belt for later. So I can go, but you said yesterday that ha, you know, I think people lose perspective, like you said, Scott, on you know, what is what is that gonna buy you, you know, five years down the road, harboring resentment, those kinds of things. Long term, what's it doing for you? And the answer is most of the time, nothing good. So, you know, let it go and get back to the business of, of moving in a positive direction on those things. Did I say that well, or did I just yeah. ramble for 45 seconds?
3: <laughs> no, I think that was perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, I know we're, we're, we're very, very lucky to have you. Um, I want to just take a quick second to give a shout out to Chris and Kevin, uh, Carrie Ann, Lucas, Katie, Sherry. Good to see all of you guys. Thanks for being here, um, and joining us. If you're, if you're just catching this part of the Facebook Live, we're sitting down with two of, Some of the most extraordinarily successful people uh, that I have had the privilege and the honor to know, call friends, work with, spend time around, learn from, Um, they just kind of got it all together. And we've been talking about with them comfort zones, because that's where I think so many of us feel like we're just kind of stuck in the mud. Um, but it ain't mud. <laughs> it's our comfort zone we're stuck in. Right. And we're talking about breaking out of that. And uh, we got two of some uh, some pretty amazing examples of how to break out of comfort zone sitting right here with us today. So we're extraordinarily grateful to have you guys. And I can't say enough uh, how much value I've gotten from this today. And I know everybody else is as well.
3: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, man, I'll I tell you what, we've We've had a blast doing that. And we we do apologize that our our just turned three year old daughter. uh, <laughs> We were supposed to have uh, a nanny watcher, but that fell through last minute. So we thought the iPad was going to uh, keep her <laughs> occupied, but that didn't work. The second that we jump on any type of Zoom and stuff, she's always she's a handful. But no, we 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 had a blast. We uh man, we I, I can talk about comfort zone literally all day long because. I, I really do think I think that's the the number one thing that holds anybody back in life is just simply the ability to break out of that comfort zone to make the decision to break yeah. out of the comfort zone. You know, a lot of people have a million excuses on why they're not successful, but if you really look deep into it and you really peel back the onion and really take a good hard look at it, it's simply a decision. Everything that's holding you back is simply a decision that you can easily just flip the sh- flip the switch and and make the decision and, and get out of your comfort zone and do the things that you know is necessary.
0: So make, make yeah. different and better decisions. That's what I got from that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Heidi, what do you think? Do you think it's just that easy? You think it's just as easy as just, just make different decisions. I mean, I, I, how do you think, what's the process? How does somebody break out of their comfort zone? How do they start making those better or different decisions? that takes their life in a different direction.
2: Yeah. I think, I think another way to say it, cause I, I agree. It's just, you know, starting to make new habits. Yeah. You know, it's not about trying to, I think a lot of people, they see their life in shambles, their relationships, their finances, their spirituality, their fitness, everything's falling apart. They're like, how do I even, where do I even start? And the I, the first decision or habit is just to start, even when you're not ready, <laughs>
0: Yeah. just begin. And <laughs> then, you
2: know, it, it doesn't matter what it is, right? It's like fitness, like, if you're, you know, nobody starts off good. So just go like it, you know, and that's kind of the whole ego security comfort zone thing is like, especially other people that are ahead of you in fitness or business or whatever we're talking about. You know, a lot of times people, I think when they see they've got, you know, 50 pounds to lose or hundred pounds or 200 pounds to lose, they get very insecure because they've got this, you know, mountain of a goal. And they're scared of going into the gym because people, they're terrified of what people may think. But what they fail to realize is that those people in the gym, I know when I see somebody in the gym and I can tell they're on like a weight loss journey, I'm like mentally cheering them on in my head. I've been physically giving people high fives because I want them to keep going. And I think that's what we have to understand too, is like starting those small habits, starting when you're not ready And starting little things that are achievable. Don't focus on the 200-pound mountain of a goal, but focus on the two-pound goal that you can get this week. You know, it's not about trying to, you know, save up $100,000. It's about trying to save, you know, $10, $50, $100. So focus on how you can do that this week. You know, if you're just completely broke and you have no, first of all, I would definitely suggest entrepreneurship, but. Start with a small goal, you know, don't focus on trying to save up $100,000 to save your home. Start on focusing on don't go to Starbucks and get that $10 coffee and muffin (laughs) order that week so that you can save that $10 and just start creating those small habits. You know, if you're lacking knowledge or skill, just start by reading five, 10 books a day. You don't have to try to read a book a week, like most people, you know, and that we hear are like crazy successful. They're reading books in a day or books in a week. Just start by reading one book. Even if it takes you a while, just start and start creating the habit and then just focus on progress over perfection and getting 1% better every day. Make that a habit, make that your decision. I think that will make it a lot more digestible.
0: I love that. It's so awesome. You you
3: know, getting out of your comfort zone is not going to be easy. You know, everybody, everybody, even, even, even I, you know, I, I question, you know, people, you know, judging me for whatever reason. Right. But always remember nobody that is doing better than you will ever judge you. The only people that would ever judge you are people that are not doing as good as you or are jealous of you. Right. It's never going to be somebody better than you that judges you. So, Yeah. Uh, keep that in mind. Again, like Heidi said, just create those small daily habits because it's the, it's the seconds, the good seconds that lead to good minutes, good minutes lead to good hours, good hours will lead to good days, good days, good weeks, good weeks, to good months, good months to good years, good years to good, good lives. So, you know, yeah, one step at a time.
0: Yeah, that's huge that you said so many things there. gosh, I hope people are taking notes. You guys just both right there said so many amazing things in that little stint of time right there. I got so much uh, from that, you know, progress and, you know, focus on progress, not perfection. Um, Taking it, you know, how do you eat a bear one bite at a time? You know, that kind of philosophy and just begin, just start. I love all of that. You know, Miles, you said something a moment ago uh, that, that resonated with me when you you said you had great examples to follow in your family, right? Of, of having the right, the kind of mindset, right? That allows you to get outside your comfort zone and achieve more and do more. And I know that some people might say, well, I don't have that example in my family. I don't have parents that, you know, stayed married for 40 years, or I don't have a father that was an entrepreneur that taught me those concepts or those principles. Um, people will say, well, I don't have that kind of family example to follow. And, and my answer to that would be get around other people it doesn't have to be your family. You can get mentorship from all all sorts of great places to include books and seminars and videos and podcasts like this one. Get around people. You know, my my family, I, I have thankfully the blessing of having parents that have been married for a long time. They've taught me a lot about the nuclear family and how to maintain that. But nobody in my family's ever been an entrepreneur that I'm aware of. I don't know of any. Um, So that was a journey that I had to learn on my own. But what I did was I made it a point to surround myself, to align myself with positive people that can show me that kind of example. You guys are are that for me. You're that example for me to follow and to look to. And you are that that. You know, that example that is possible and that it can be done and, and what needs to happen and what I can do and and what is what is available, not just for me, but for the people on my team and the people that I'm looking to coach and to help. So I think it's fantastic. Um, and you hit another great point, too, which is so much good stuff in there, which is the people that have achieved more than what you've achieved in the areas of your life that you want to improve or grow. The people that are already there or at least further along in that journey will always support you they'll always back you they'll always praise you for your efforts they'll never judge you it's the people you're leaving behind that are barking and throwing rocks so don't worry about those guys they can kick the rocks they're throwing leave them back there you know what i mean like follow the follow the examples the people that that are beyond where you are on your journey will always be there with a hand down to help you and and i just believe that and you guys are shining examples of that
1: yeah Keep and, your eyes
3: forward. There's a reason why your eyes are on the front of your face and on the back of your head. Keep your eyes <laughs> and,
1: and you know, there's an analogy that goes with that too, right? Is there's a reason your there. There's a reason your, your dash is this big, right? And your rear view mirror is this big, yep. right? You're not supposed to focus on what's back there. Focus on what's in front of you. Yep. Um, and Heidi, you hit the, I for me, what resonated so much is you hit it, right? Is habits. Cause it's actually, so if you, for those of you that haven't been following our podcast, uh, online, or if you're watching this on Spotify last week's episode was actually talking about habits and then leading into comfort zone, right? Because it all starts with your habits. Everything you do is, is, is a summation of what's, what your end goal or what your end outcome is. Um, and I want to share something with you guys. Cause I, so This is Mary Millward shared this. Uh, she did this training on this. Uh, she shared this quote from Theodore Roosevelt, uh, in a moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing to do. The next best thing is the wrong thing. And the worst thing you can do is nothing. Oh, so good. And so basically like for, for me, everything you guys just have said is, and Brian, you just said it too, is that if you don't have those examples, well, guess what? The worst thing you can do is nothing. Even That's if right. you're, if you're looking in the wrong places, try to go out and find them, try to go out and do something, break out of that comfort zone. Um, and you know, so many people ask me, like, how do you, how do you, how have you changed your circle? Right. And it's just getting around different people. If you're st- if you have people that have the same stinking thinking that got you where you are now. They're not going to get you to where you want to be.
0: And you know, what's remarkable, you know, what's remarkable about that too, Scott, and you bring up a great point is that if you are seeking out mentorship, do you know what I found? I found that people who are extremely successful financially, for example, they're not stingy with their knowledge. No, they're more than happy to share with you what they did and even help you do it. People that are that are physically, you know, very successful with their, you know, their physical fitness levels and their health levels. They're not stingy with their knowledge. They're happy to share with you how they did it. And, so, and, mo- and a lot of times even help you do it and n- with no compensation to them, because the reward to them is knowing that they're helping somebody else to achieve more along their journey. And I think a lot of the reason why people that are successful as they are are that successful is because they have that heart in them that says, I'm willing to help other people. I'm willing to bring other people up and I'm willing to give of myself to other people with no expectation of return, because that's what makes the world go round. you know, that, and, and it's called being a good person and remarkably being a good person adds to your success. Who knew, you know?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the whole be a river, not a reservoir, right? Your reservoir. That John Maxwell. Dead sea, yeah. It's like, You got to be a river. You got to take the knowledge and keep it moving. And that's how you learn too. And then, you know, if we're talking analogies here, it's like, there's a reason we have two hands, one hand to reach up for success and one hand to, you know, to grab somebody behind us. And, you know, I think that's how we move quicker is to grab forward for somebody and to grab behind us is to, you know, solidify us, to ground us.
0: Yeah, it's so amazing. Guys, we have got to uh, wrap up here. Uh, we're, we've, we're run out of time. I can't thank you enough for spending the entire hour with us. I I just, I'm so grateful. I know that the folks that have been watching on Facebook and listening on the podcast are, are extraordinarily grateful. If you, um, have not been taking notes. Can I make a recommendation? Go back and hit play again on this thing, and this time grab a pen and a piece of paper, because the two individuals that we've had on the show today um, have had unbelievable, remarkable success. Um, you guys are are just such amazing humans. I mean, on the on the scale of just good people, uh, you rock. You really do, and I, so many people just have been blessed. And their lives have been made better by your being a part of it. And I just can't thank you enough for coming on here and sharing all of your ideas and your knowledge. And, and you guys are amazing and you're beautiful. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that you're here.
2: We love you guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And thank you guys so much for what you're doing. I know it's impacting a lot of people. So we appreciate you guys. And thank you for the chance to be on here.
0: Miles and thank Heidi you. Stallard. Love you, you you. love you guys. Thank you. Love you guys. <laughs> So next week, next week, good night guys, next week on the show, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what Scott and I have been kind of milling over back and forth uh, over the last several weeks and, and trying to come to a singular idea of, of if you only had one tip, right? Like, of course there's a thousand, there's a thousand things we can share with people to help them to achieve more, be more, do more, have more. But if you had to pick one You know, if you could only share one idea with somebody and that was the limit, like, sorry, Scott, you got one. What's it going to be? That's what we're going to share next week is our one big idea. Wouldn't you like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about in in all aspects of life, right? When we're talking about success with physical, school, business, relationships, what, I mean, that you're our one The one
0: tip, the one tip that's so difficult. That's it is hard. It's hard to to pick that one thing, but, but, you know, and again, because there's a thousand principles that we could share with people, but if you, if you had one idea and you were, you were limited to only one that you could share, what would it be? And uh, so I encourage you guys to make sure you're with us again next week. We are going to go live on Sundays. We'll always go live on Facebook on Sundays. And typically we do it at four in the afternoon Pacific standard time. Sometimes we go a little earlier. Sometimes we go a little later, but you can always catch the replay on facebook on any of our timelines uh and you can also catch it on spotify so this is not just a facebook live it's also a podcast that is available on spotify it's the nothing but bs podcast uh and i want to thank everybody for being a part of the show today for the guys on facebook mark uh daniel uh, my good friend donnie out in new mexico thank you guys for always being here and being a part of the show i really appreciate that scott thank you brother for all of your wisdom today as always this was a good show today
1: man oh man i'm so fired up for this the Rest of the day, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. The rest of the day's got doesn't know what's coming, right? Yep. <laughs> um, it's it, it has no idea what's coming. Now it's gonna be awesome. Everybody has a super fantastic, amazing weekend. And uh, I am Brian and I'm Scott. We'll see you guys next week on the Nothing With BS podcast. Have
1: a great weekend, everybody.